Hi, my name is Scott Schweitzer and I am the Clydesdale. My friends Amy Radowski, Charlie Yodi, Kat Shear love fitness as a sport as much as I do. We are all 40 plus Masters Age athletes who give all we have to lead a healthy, active life. We also want to bring you athlete interviews, human interest stories, and all the news surrounding the sport of fitness. If you like what you hear, consider giving us a five-star rating and writing a review. We are also available with full video on YouTube at the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast, as well as all traditional podcast platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Clydesdale underscore fitness and friends. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. My name is Scott Schweitzer. I am the Clydesdale and I am the host. And we love to do fitness and these are my friends. The multi-state broadcast of the podcast. There you go. We are. I am I am holed up in Pennsylvania uh, at a friend's house and we have Kat in Delaware and Amy in the hometown of Columbus. O-H-I-O. <laughs> So it is our 75th episode. Woo! Very cool. Can you, can you is, believe it? It hasn't even been a year. No. I know. 75 we episodes. Are, we are cranking these things out. You know what I have to say? This requires a celebration. Oh, look at you. I didn't realize. <laughs> Darn it. I, I'm, I'm fully unprepared. Yeah. Well, Scott Radowski is celebrating for you guys. There you go. Thanks, Scott. So with it being our 75th, it seems like just yesterday we did 50. For real, it does. So one one quick memory of the first 75. Amy, you go first. Oh, I mean, one quick memory? I, I, mean, I, can, I can answer for Amy. <laughs> I mean, Con Porter. That, there we go. That was my pie in the sky, and it happened thanks to Cat. It happened early on. I mean, I'm I'm golden. Cat, um, well, I'm happy to say that every it seems like everyone that we record just seems to get better and better. I've I've had so many favorites, and every week I feel like I change my mind on what the favorites were. But I got to go with my boy Armin. I yeah. hope there's more. Mm-hmm. You do love his brain. I do. And if we ever get Chandler Smith on here, he'll be my next favorite. Tag I, keep, I just kept putting it out there. You know, it's on my like vision board. Mine. Um... What's yours? But for me, probably Kelly Baker. Kelly Baker. Yeah, she's a sweetheart. It was, it was just a big surprise. She just was full of so much um, information and, uh, was so vibrant and alive. And I just, I just love her. I want to just have beers with her all the time. (laughs) Guinness, right? Guinness. I want to talk teacher stuff. Um, yeah. So 
I am trying to remember what's next on this. No. Oh, huge uh, shout out to our sponsor. Yeah. Yeah. So Scott, we're, you said you have a story about that. And, and we're, we're legit now with uh, a real live sponsor who's super supportive and always there for us. So RX Smart Gear. Yeah, my, uh, my best friend, Sprinkles, uh, used our discount code, Clydesdale15, all caps, to get 15% off a replacement cable for his jump rope. And he took Dave Newman's advice to heart that you should train with a heavier rope. So he got the beginner rope, uh, which is the thickest of the traditional cables that RX has. And he started working out with that. And Amy and I can attest that it is working him very hard. Uh, and he has to take a lot of rest now afterwards because his calves and wrists and shoulders are getting a lot more work with the thicker cable than he was getting before with the lighter weight cable. So if you want to get a better workout and you want to try something different than that traditional speed cable, use our discount code Clydesdale15, all caps, uh, go to rxsmartgear.com and order that cable up and, and put yourself to work a little bit. And just to know that that discount works for everything except for special editions and new releases. And on that same note, as a coach this week, we did a workout that required 300 double unders. And I was working with an athlete who is super, super fit. Um, he is an older athlete. He's, um, I think he's 53. Um, but I mean, this is the kind of guy who is so cardio fit that like he is doing, like the workout's over and he's doing another round just because it wasn't enough for him and his swites are, no, you know who I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. So he, he um, struggles though with his timing of his double unders. And so as a coach, him and I were going over it and I was watching him, giving him feedback and yeah, his timing was not matching up where he was, was hitting at the front of his feet and catching and, and, you know, tripping on the double unders. And so him and I had a conversation about, Hey, let's talk about getting you a thicker cable on that. So that will kind of help with your timing and slowing down part of that cadence with that. Um, and so, you know, talk to him about, Hey, Clydesdale 15, um, get that 15% discount. And so he was super excited about that. Um, and then I had another athlete, um, who I was like, Whoa, what are those grips? I've never seen those grips before. And she was like, they're RX smart gear. And I was like, please tell me you used our yes, code. You need those. And I do need those. <laughs> but I was like, please tell me you used our code. And she's like, I did. I texted Scott to tell him. So that was pretty exciting from, from that aspect as a coach. So I love it. Awesome. Very cool. Well, since we've done that, let's, let's check in with everybody. How's everyone doing? Kat, how are you? I'm good. good Busy. No complaints. No, no kid drama. Status quo this week. No crazy stories. Oh no, I wish I did. Nothing really is going on. No drama. That's good for me. No news is good news. All right, Amy, what's up with you? Well, we had senior photo session last night for the Schmoopy boy. So that was really fun to get to go and watch that. Um, football, we have a bye week. So they're getting ready for the playoffs. They got their regular season done and with six games. But like I said, every Friday night that we get, I'm just thrilled. Does um, that mean, Amy, if they got a bye, does that mean they're like seated a little higher than 
uh, a little bit, but everybody in Ohio gets to, gets an opportunity to go to the playoffs, like okay. versus what, which not is not always the case. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's yes. So I mean, it, we do have a higher seed. Um, on a personal note, I just had a big PR tonight in a workout. The workout was Nancy. Nice. And I never thought I could beat my lifetime PR. My lifetime PR was 1412. Tonight I did 1309. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Very cool. Overhead squat. Do you think uh, nutrition has played a part in that? Huge part of that. Um, And what was funny is okay, I'm going to be honest. Sometimes as a coach, um, I'm not as great when I'm an athlete at at warming up. just being honest. And so my first round I did, I was like, Oh, this is not going to be a good one because I just don't think I was warmed up, you know? And so I was like, my legs feel heavy. This is not going to be a good workout. And then that first round, I think I warmed up enough that I was just in, I was ready to go. So that's awesome. What you're saying is you have another minute PR in you. Oh gosh. That would be cool. I don't know. I mean, with the, my lifetime PR before I was in really good running shape. I'm not as that was like two years ago and I'm not as in great running shape as I was then, but I love overhead squats as my favorite squatting movement. So that, so that does remind me, I did have one workout, uh, yesterday. I programmed five, five rounds of a 400 meter run and 12 clean and jerks. So Nancy esque right. But without the overhead squats and, you know, different reps, whatever. But, um, I didn't have a time. I I did it with a friend of mine and we didn't set a time or anything, but I will tell you that every single one of those 400 meter runs did not kill me. So I'm slowly, but surely, and I didn't wake up the next morning and, you know, couldn't walk on my feet, which is normally what happens after I run. (laughs) So my feet get so sore that I can't run. So, or I can't walk. So things are happening in the running department over here. I'm not sure how or why, and I'm going with it. Uh, what weight for a clean and jerk? Oh, it's like uh, 65 pounds. I mean, just oh, like, I, like I was just cycling through them real yeah. fast, you know, and unbroken all five rounds, but it was just, it was a fun little workout. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. So nothing this week happened for me workout wise, <clears throat> uh, except for emotionally. Um, so <laughs> I, the reason I'm in Pennsylvania is things have, um, kind of turned for the worst for my father. Uh, so we're kind of here saying our goodbyes and uh, they've taken them off all machines and we're just kind of waiting to see what happens. But uh, with heavy heart, I wanted to continue doing the podcast and uh, we have family members at the hospital right now and we're kind of doing a rotation thing uh, just to make sure he's not alone and doing that thing. So uh, that's really taken up all of my week. Yeah, I'm sure I'm more more sending you love from all over. So I'm glad you can can all be there together and with him. Yeah. Yeah. So let's move on to some news around the CrossFit world. Yeah. Like we talk about Jessica Griffith coming back. All of a sudden back. That's what it felt like to me. What three months ago, there was the incident where she used the N-word in some texturing things with a group text 
And uh, there was major fallout from that. And with that, she, I think she tried to defend herself. And because of that, Instagram banned her from Instagram and she could not get back on. So now three months later, apparently they have lifted that suspension or ban. And she made a public statement for the first time uh, right after we got off the air last week. So I think it was like Thursday and um, apologized for what she had done All right. um, and was trying to move forward with, with doing her traditional posts, but said she needed to do this first um, because it's what was right. So I just wanted to get your thoughts. Did you guys see the apology? Uh, your thoughts on it? Um, I guess at, at first, my first response was, or my first reaction was, oh, okay. Uh, oh, she's back on and she apologized and she took responsibility, but I don't know. I, I guess I was just kind of lukewarm. Um, but, but now that I, now that I really think, think about it, um, I feel like there's no position where she can really win on this. I feel like no matter what she says or what she can do, it's not going to be good enough for somebody. And so for that, um, for, for when I look at it from that kind of lens, then I can think that I have a little bit more compassion for her and know that she did make a mistake. And, and she says that she said that she made a mistake. So, so I'm trying to, to offer her the, um, you know, looking for a positive intent. And so I'm assuming positive intent on her part for that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I agree. Same thing. Like I, you know, when, when I saw the apology, I was like, well, of course she apologized. Like you couldn't not apologize. Right. <laughs> and, and go on. Um, you know, there was, there was a tone in her apology that talked about, you know, I can't wait to show you guys what I've been working on. And, and that kind of felt like, oh, can, can, can it just be about the apology <laughs> and not about, you know, self-promotion and, and things like that. So that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. But I do agree with, with what you say, Amy, in terms of at this point in time, you know, it's not important whether I forgive her or not. She didn't do anything to me. Right. And, and I think it's just her actions moving forward will help to shape who she is in the public eye. And, you know, people will consume that and, and make their judgments, you know, super curious to know, you know, how the people that she harmed feel about it. But again, don't know that's, that that's any of my business, you know, and, and do I really need to know, like, you know, who am I to say? You know, I think that that brings up a really interesting point that I was thinking. So this has all become very public, but this because she is a public personality, but this event was very private, super private. Yeah. And personal, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, I looked at sort of some of the comments and I saw, you know, some of the other famous CrossFit people that have, you know, said, welcome back and, you know, do your thing and this is great and, and whatever. So it's easy to sort of see alliances, you know, among people, cause you don't really know like who's friends and who isn't, but, you know, I assume that she lost some sponsorship opportunities and, and things like that. So, you know, I guess just more to come and, and 
we'll see. How about you, Scott? What did you think? I know we talked about it a little uh, bit. So my initial reaction was very similar to yours. Uh, the more I think about it, um, I kind of, I'm kind of with Amy, right? She wasn't going to win no matter what she said. Um, but Amy's right. The, the, no matter what she did, we were going to pick it apart. And what I do appreciate is it did seem unscripted. Like she was just talking off the cuff. And maybe that's why it wasn't as polished as, as I said it should be initially. Um, but with that, maybe it's more genuine. Yeah. Uh, because she was just rolling from, from the cuff. But uh, yeah. I, and again, like Amy said too, actions speak louder than words. And so we're going to know how genuine it is based on her actions moving forward. And so that, I guess that's what we have to do. Yeah. Kat's the one that said that, but, but yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We all agree. <laughs> I, I'm a little mentally drained this week. You're I'm right. just trying we'll to hang in there. So how about Kelsey and Colleen? Be yeah, so, we, sleds. so we talked about them getting on the US bobsled team tryouts last week, but this week they're out of quarantine. And they've actually posted some videos of them pushing the training sleds, which was, I thought, really cool. I'm really excited about this story. For some reason, watching them develop through this process is just has caught my eye. And uh, man, I hope someday we get to talk to them about how they were pulled into this, how this all went down. Um, but yeah, I, I just love watching the Instagram and YouTube updates of them get going through this process. Have you guys it's caught a, any of that? It's a, it's a Clydesdale sport. You know, those, those people that are, you know, pushing those sleds, like they are powerful. It's, I think that's part of the reason why I know I, I enjoy it because it's, it's not about, doesn't have anything to do with like what your body looks like, or it's like sheer power and it's awesome to see. And I hope, I hope we can talk to yeah. them too. Well, and, the thing, one of the, oh, go, go ahead, Amy. No, you go. Well, one of the questions I had in my mind was, were they going to push from the side or were they going to be behind the sled pushing? Because as powerful as those athletes are, I, I pictured them behind. And so I think I got that answer looking at their training videos. Yeah, that would be like Which a two-person. Cool. Is it a two-person bobsled or? There's two and four. Right. I mean, the one where you're pushing from behind, though, is the two-person, right? Because you got one person already in there or they both? Both, both have push. one person in the back. So the two oh. has the driver on the side and the, and the brakeman in the back. The four has okay. three people on the side and the brakeman on the back. Got it. Okay. Well, the thing that I'm fascinated about with this story is that, you know, we talk about anybody who has taken L1 or who is really committed as far as knowing the CrossFit philosophy is knowing that the top of the pyramid is play and learn new sports. And so here's a prime example of these athletes saying, Hey, I've got all this training and all this background and learn new sports yeah it's super cool yeah. yeah colleen made one comment that the hardest part for her is you have to continue the forward momentum as you're getting in the sled like your natural reaction is to kind of pull back on the sled to pull you in but you mm -hmm. need to keep moving forward so that it doesn't lose any of the momentum you've created yeah that's like the opposite of a barbell when you're pulling yourself underneath you know it's like yeah, 
right interesting yeah well cool so what do we got next on the agenda so you want to talk about testing i don't know what this refers to but so oh, testing is testing. that the crossfit workout oh, oh the, the testing, testing of the workouts yeah. testing of the workouts at the ranch with our friends yeah so two real friends of the show real friends uh, christy ermo and saxon pancheck uh are we're in aromas over the weekend testing and testing and testing workout after workout after workout uh it was it looked brutal and they were saying <laughs> as much uh being asked on dave Castro's Instagram after each workout. How was that? And every time it was more and more brutal. But Christy always has a smile on her face. I mean, seriously, I don't think I've ever seen her not have a smile on her face. But how about Christy? She goes from stage one of the open to the HOA competition. Uh, Yeah, the games. Stage one of the games. Then she goes to the HOA competition and competes there the following weekend. Did Did you talk about Rogue? Because she also did Rogue. Oh, I'm just yeah, talking about talking, three yeah, weekends three in a row. Week, oh, three weekends. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Right? So she's, she's you know, given her all in the in the CrossFit Games. And then she goes and does this HOA competition, team of four. And then the following weekend, she's testing games workouts. Like, holy crap, Ola. She's conditioned. Kind of, yeah, yeah she's, she's kind of a big deal. For real big deal. Yeah, so we are, we're hoping... We have a tentative uh, agreement to talk to Christy after the games, which so we're really excited since she has tested these workouts, she'll be able to give us a real like behind the scenes of how that went. So I'm super excited about that. Uh, But it does look brutal and it looks like we're going to be in for a lot of fun next weekend. So I'm next weekend already. I can't wait. So I'm curious, what events are you guys excited to see at the, at the games? Scott, you go. I have to think about this. So um, I had it on my notes on my phone, so I'm going to try to do this by memory. Okay. But I want to see one from the 2007 games. And really it narrows it down to one because two have kind of been done a few times. Uh, CrossFit Total was event three at the 2007 games. And event two was the trail run. We've seen both of those come back in some way. I think a new version of event one, which was a thousand meter row into five rounds of 25 pull-ups and seven push jerks at 135.95. I think you could change that to chest bar. Or and you could bar muscle. Or bar muscles. And well, 125 bar muscles would be brutal, but <laughs> that's the games. Yep, And then uh, you can up the level on that push jerk a little bit. It's only seven, make it a little bit heavier and back to that. But I think that's, it's the first event of any CrossFit games ever. You're going back to the ranch. That would be a cool one. Yeah. And we know Dave is super nostalgic when it comes to that kind of stuff. So that would be cool. I think as it is, it might be a little too light for them. Way too light. Uh, They'll finish that real fast. I'm thinking 155 for females, 185 for males. 155 would be what? 225, 225 for guys. Yeah. 
Ow. That would be cool. <laughs> it's nothing for them. So they showed a picture of um, like a wooden rig with five sort of sections in it in the outside. And someone was saying something like, well, they're obviously doing rope climbs. Um, Cause it wasn't, it wasn't a traditional ring that where you could do pull-ups. It was just like, you know, a big wooden dowel going across. So they're either hanging rings or, or ropes from that. I want to see some kind of trail. So run. What I mean, it has to be, there has to be a trail run there. I want it to be something, you know, I, when I think of, or when I picture the ranch, I picture a big trail run. And then I remember, I picture people coming down, getting on the GHD and doing GHD sit-ups and oh. with a med ball, you know, like, I want to see some, some trail runs for sure. I still think there's going to be a pig hunt. <laughs> All right. You're going to have to, he's going to ammo everybody up. He's going to, he's going to, he's going to outfit them with rifles and you have to come back with something. So I'm going to pin you down, cat. I'm going to pin you down, cat. Okay. Cause I asked, what would you like to see? Not what you think you'll see. I would like to see a pig hunt. Fair enough. That's what you I've like. been. I've been following. Okay. I've been following TDC hunts on Instagram, and he's been doing a lot of like whatever it's called, where you set up the gun on like a stump and you're like uh, sniper shooting and things like that. Mm. You never know. I mean, they had it at Rogue. They did. This is this is going to be like nothing else we've ever seen. Tanya, he might just leave him out there for a few days. Be like, don't come back. You, until you've got something i think i seriously here's what okay. i think i think it, it is a version of the hunger games i think all the athletes <laughs> who did the online games are going to show up there they're all going to be on the cornucopia and then it's going to be three two one go and everybody scatters and then the five athletes that are left got to get them they got to take out these other athletes i think that's what's going to be the hunger games i love it Scott, do you even know any of the references I'm giving? Okay, this is every one of them. You do? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. I'm just making sure. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the bees, the poison bees. Uh, what are they called? Cracker Jackers or? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. But, okay. But it's going to be the murder hornets. I mean, uh, right? Of 2020. Hurricane will come through one day. Perfect. I love it. I'm ex I'm so excited. I cannot wait to see it. And I cannot wait for like all the group chat conversations that we're going to have throughout the weekend. It's going to be, I mean, we should just be on zoom the whole time. I think record <laughs> that would Sounds be fun. Good. All right. So all right, we're so moving what, on. What do we got next? So who do we think has the best chance of the five? Well, of the four females and four males that are not Matt Fraser and Tia Claire Toomey, who do we think has the best chance of dethroning either one of them? All right. Amy, you want to go first? Oh, Amy. I'll go. You might, uh, this might surprise you. Cause I've, I've, I'm actually growing on somebody right now. I think the closest person on the, the men's side is going to be Noah Olson. I, I don't, I can't see any other potential. And I think Noah has been extremely close to Fraser before. He is a very consistent athlete. He has consistently performed at the games, especially compared to the, at the other uh, three that are there. I 
I don't feel that there is a female in here that can beat Tia. I think Chris, I, I think there's too many holes with the, the um, four athletes of the females comparatively. I think Kristen Holty is like super awesome. And I could see her holding in high at high at second, but I can't see her with the big weights and things like that, that I, I think Tia can do. So, well, that's good because Kristen Holt is not going to the games, right? She didn't oh, make it. She, oh, I thought no. she was number five. Okay. My Karen bad. Pierce. Karen Karen Pierce. Pierce. Okay. I must've been looking at an old one. I'm sorry. I'm that's okay. Yeah. She's well, not going to, she's not going to beat her either. Same, same evaluation. Okay. Yes. So, yes, It is still the same evaluation. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, as much as I hate to say this, I think the only person that has a shot and she would have to be completely on her game is Katrin. But I, but I don't, I don't think she is on her game. But if she was, if the stars aligned, I think she's got the capacity. And, and Tia would have to have a really bad weekend. You know, she, she'd maybe have to be coming down with the flu or having a stomach bug or get injured. Um, you know, so <laughs> my money's on Tia, but outside so I'm, chance. I'm going to jump on that. I'm yeah. going to jump on that because that's the same pick I have. Mm -hmm. And I just want to expand just a little bit on that. Sure. At the games, there's only five athletes, and the point difference between first and second is huge. And the only reason I say Katrin is the only person that has a chance. She's the only one that can beat Tia in events. Right. And she comes up big sometimes. So she's you know? the, Yeah, she she's the only one that's gonna get the wins against her to have that big point differential. But you're right, Tia's gonna have to have a bad weekend. And Katrin's going to have to have a phenomenal weekend. Yeah. The weekend of her life. Yep. The rest of them have too many holes. Yeah. And I think for Tia, that goes for sort of anybody that is going to come close to her. Like she would have to have, you know, a disastrous weekend and then maybe someone could, you know, slip in there. I can't wait. I don't know if you I'm... saw Armin's, uh, I don't know if you saw Armin's port point conversion if you took the uh the stage one and used the stage two point system katrin actually jumps up significantly because of the first place finishes yeah those point the point system kind of scares me a little bit yeah i hate when it comes down to math like that and that you can you know reshuffle and yeah and get like a different outcome that bugs me mm. She doesn't beat Tia. She doesn't even beat Brooke, but she jumps up considerably. She beats yeah. Haley and she yeah. gets way, really close to Brooke. Mm -hmm. I'm super excited to see Haley compete at this level. I think she's going to do great. I think a lot of the events are going to favor her engine and um, it's going to be really fun to see her develop over the weekend and, and to test her mental fortitude if it's going to be as daunting as Dave says it is. So who do you have on the men? I'm going to go Jeff Adler. I don't, I mean, I, I'm as convinced, you know, as I am with the Tia thing that Matt would have a real, have to have a bad weekend. Um, but I think Jeff Adler's kind of underrated um, and he's super strong and he's got a great engine. So 
I think he checks all the boxes. He's not, you know, he doesn't seem to be lacking in anything other than experience in live competition. And just because he doesn't have the experience doesn't mean that he's proven to not be able to handle that type of situation. I think we all assume that because he lacks the experience, but we don't know. It's untested. So my pick is uh, Justin Medeiros. Okay. I think at 21, he's just so young. He doesn't know any better. That dude is 21. Yeah. Yeah. He looks old. When you the hear mullet. him speak, he, he sounds young. Okay. Well, the moment him talk. <laughs> it sides came in third. Say that again. Men, You're breaking up, Scott. Women, Haley and, so the youngest athlete on both sides, both came in third. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Haley and Justin. So, so you guys don't have any confidence in Noah? Um, I think no, it's not, it's not a lack of confidence. I just, um, I'm trying to be a little contrarian too, just because I don't want to just say Noah, cause you did. And you know, he was close last year. Um, I'm just kind of putting it out there that maybe, uh, this Adler kid's got something going on. Well, I think Scott can attest that that is a change of tune for me to say. Yeah. That. Yeah. It's like, no, it's no, like it's... me rooting for cat, you know, me saying Katrin too. Yeah, Katrin was big for me, and I'm not a big Noah fan either. I mean, sure, he's he's consistent, and he'll be consistently up there. I just don't think he can beat Matt in enough events. If you look back at Noah's, if you look back at Noah's record, he didn't have a lot of event wins in his career. Right. I mean, he had his first one just last year at the games, right? Yeah. I mean. I'm still going to stick to it. That's my gut. I'm sticking to my gut. Yeah. Just trying to, just trying to use stats and math. Okay. All right. I'll use intuition and you can use science. <laughs> I love it. All right, guys. So moving on, we're going to go to our questions of the week. So they're somewhat related. First one is going to be, what is your proudest athletic achievement? It can be lifetime. Scott, you go. Uh, so it would have to be in my swimming career. Uh, and it, it's a continuation. It's two events over the same year. And it's, I made Pennsylvania State Championships, uh, finished fourth in the 200 freestyle. And I moved on to the U.S. Nationals to be able to compete uh, at the U.S. National level. Uh, I was out of my league at that point, but at least I got to go and I got to hang out there. I was, uh, I was uh, Bethany, as she said, in her first games appearance, just happy to be there and get the swag. <laughs> That's awesome. And a very cool accomplishment to make it that far. That's awesome. All right. I'll go. Uh, Mine's Ooh. go ahead. No, I was just saying that's all I have. Okay. All right, you go, so Pat. mine is CrossFit related. And it was the fact that in 2018, um, I got 384th in the open in the world in my age group. And I think that year I got second in the state of Delaware, but that is my greatest accomplishment. I had some other minor ones, you know, growing up, but that was the one that is most meaningful to me. I feel like I worked the hardest for it. Um, so yeah, 
And I, you know, started in 2015 at like, you know, 9,000th in the world or something. You just kind of slowly got better and better. And then, you know, I peaked <laughs> and then I started my own business and here I am just, you know, trying to hit top thousand. <laughs> we'll see. How about you, Aim? Mine is, well, same thing, but, but, um, that, sorry, it's, it's kind of related. So I have running a marathon number one, like it is like, I can't believe I was actually able to do that. Um, but then, so I ran my first marathon and then I really had a goal to run under, um, a four hour marathon and it took me three tries. And so I said, once I got under four hours, I would retire from running full marathons and I have running full. So I got, um, three hours and 57 minutes and 57 seconds and haven't run a full one since, but that's my biggest accomplishment. That's awesome. And what year was that? I want to say 2016, maybe. Very cool. There's no way. I think I've most, I think I've run six miles at that most in my entire life. So, when I look and, back at that every time, I'm like, how, if I run like one mile at that pace, I'm like, how did I sustain this? That's how, crazy. It's that awesome though. Very cool. I couldn't do it. Okay. So switching gears, what athletic performance type thing would people be very surprised to know that you are terrible at or that you suck at? So here we are, we're all athletes. We have all these great athletic accomplishments. And now we're going to sort of talk about our kryptonite. Uh, we'll start with you, Aim. All right. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to pull a Schweitzer and I'm going to give you two. Love it. Okay. Let's have it. Number one is double unders. I mean, I'm much better at them than I ever used to be, but for having an engine for having, um, I'm, I don't know. It's, it's a struggle for me. Like, I feel like I hold my breath and then I'm dying and then I'm spinning circles. So like double unders, I don't know why it sucks for me, but it does. And then number two is I have had anybody who has seen me attempt to do ring muscle-ups, including all of my coaches have said, I, I don't understand. I don't know how to help you. You <laughs> literally have all of the parts. You have the strength, You've got the kip, you can do a dip, you can transition, but you can't do them all together. And so everybody, they're like, I, I can't help you anymore. So that's, those are mine. Those aren't too bad. How about you, Scott? Well, I have three. <laughs> <laughs> Way to one up me. Way to one up me. <laughs> that's great. Uh, so this is really hard for me because I am, I'm, like an okay athlete and I'm okay at a lot of things um, and no, never really great at anything for a, a sustained amount of time. But I would say that um, I tried wrestling once I got pinned in 11 seconds. And for a guy that's like really strong, that, that would probably be surprising. And, and so I've tried wrestling a couple of times. Every time has been an utter failure. Um, that is, that is surprising. So that's a good one. That's a valid yeah. answer. And when I was in high school, I could, I could jump and grab the basketball hoop, but I suck at any kind of jumping event, like high jump, long jump, triple jump, all that. Hmm. And box jumps are just 
I hate them. And then my final thing is um, I threw, I've always said I threw it in track. I threw javelin and discus. I attempted to throw shot put. And for a Clydesdale, you think that's like natural. I, I was horrible, horrible at shot put. Like, why do you think that they're is? Throw, they're throwing 50 feet and I'm throwing 25. Hmm. Awful. It's all technique. I know it is. I just, it just, I was, I never could, I could, it's like Amy's muscle up. You know, you, you got to put the ball, the put there, you've got to skip, you've got to turn, throw the hips, all that together. I just could never get it to work. Interesting. Okay. Those were, those were good three. So, so for me, you know, grew up, grew up as a tomboy, talk, played all the sports and, uh, you know, my daughter plays softball. My husband was a pitcher. My son is going to play D one college and he's going to be a pitcher. Um, I cannot throw a baseball to save my life. And when I meet, what I say that is I have plenty of power behind it and the ball goes very far inexplicably it goes in the complete opposite direction that I'm trying to throw it in <laughs> or it will slam on the ground like before it gets two feet in front of me I have no I don't know how to release it I don't know how to push it I don't know how to roll it off um, my family has tried really hard to explain it to me I don't care that enough about it to really work on it but it's really embarrassing that I cannot throw and like when foul balls come outside you know I'm a baseball mom and I have to like throw them back. I will literally like lawn bowl them underhand because no one wants to see me throw overhand. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. Anyway, that's it. So you guys can tell us yours. I think that was fun to just sort of put it out there. Things you'd be surprised to know about us. Um, so let's talk about next week's guest. Scott, you want to give us a preview? Sam. Well, Amy just did. Sam. <laughs> but who's Sam Cornier? Samuel Cornier. Uh, so he was the 10th place finisher at phase one of the CrossFit Games. And he is a very young athlete. Um, interesting story on how he was coming up to be a professional hockey player. And a traumatic event happened in his life to flip him into CrossFit. And, uh, and bef before he found CrossFit, he hated working out. He loved practicing on the ice as a hockey player, but hated the conditioning and the workout part. And now he's the 10th fittest man in the world. Yeah, it's a great, great and conversation. And so it's really interesting. And I think people probably yeah. saw him in the behind the scenes with Haley Adams because he ended up... Um, doing those workouts um, at the barn uh, with Haley. So yeah, that's going to be a good one coming up Monday, 11 Eastern. So tune in for that. And if you, if you remember back two episodes or four episodes, I don't know, so many episodes, uh, Joe Cotter, his judge was on our show talking about yep. that experience. So if you listen to that one into the Sam one, you'll get a complete picture of kind of the judge and athlete and how that all worked together. Yeah. We're happy to have him on. Awesome. Okay. So that brings us to da, 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 best thing on the internet. I'm going to go first. Go. So TikTok, of course. Um, and it's dog related. 
So the the account is at M55. It's M, the word five, and then the number five. This this couple, I'm not sure where they live, but they have like adopted this wild dog that has been roaming around their yard for Scooby. months and months. His name is Scooby. Yes. Yeah. He's got his ears are literally like pinned like this together. They're not sewn together. They just, this is how they are, right? The whole time. And he's super skittish and they've been, I've been following them for the last week or two and Scooby now comes into the house and all these people are sending Scooby toys from Amazon and bones. And they have an older dog, like a 10 or 11 year old dog. That's sort of like helping this Scooby dog become a real dog. They finally got a collar on him and uh, it's just the cool. I love every time it pops up on my feet. I'm like, Oh, what's Scooby doing now? <laughs> He's adorable and dogs are just the greatest. So that's my favorite thing for the internet this week. Scott, what do you got? Scott. So mine is more like things. Can you hear me now? Yes. No? Yep. Hello? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so mine is more like things that make you go, hmm. And uh, it is the Train With Rich video that CrossFit Mayhem put out on YouTube. And Kat is squinting like she can't hear me. No, I can hear you. I'm just, I'm intrigued. This is my intrigued look. <laughs> okay. Okay. So what they did is they filmed the whole weekend of what would happen at a train with Rich. And what it made me, I don't want to spend $1,000 to have Rich beat the crap out of me for three, for three days. Because it's intimidating. The workouts, the workouts are brutal. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know why people do that to themselves, but... <laughs> Yeah, but it's a good video. It, it's really cool how he interacts with the crowd. But, but yeah, it makes me like, no, nah, I'm done. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting too that people actually do think that are intimidated by it, and and don't do it because of that, because that would be a shame if that were the case. It's kind of like people who are afraid to go to their level one because they don't think, you know, they heard there's a workout and they don't think they can do it or, or something like that. So, hopefully, maybe they'll show some more of, you know, regular old people like us going there for the weekend and doing it so that we have a little more courage to give it a try. But anyway, that's a good one. He actually, we have one, Scott? He actually did. Yeah, I only have one, but he did say, he did say that you could, you could scale whatever you wanted. And even if you wanted to skip one of the workouts, you're allowed to do that. So I don't okay. want to make it sound like it's too bad, but yeah. Yeah, it's brutal. A thousand dollars to get your ass kicked basically. I could come up with five or so, but I'm going to just come up with one. And the best thing on the internet is I'm back on TikTok. Oh, good. Yay. And I forgot how much joy TikTok brings to my day. So I'm back. And my favorite thing from TikTok is there is this guy who dresses up like Michael Myers from Halloween. Have you seen it? And his yes. We'll like drive up to a field and she's like, Evan, get in the car. You're scaring little kids on the way to school. Cause he's just standing there in, in the costume in the field and nothing's happening. And then like, so other ones, it's clearly staged, but it's, you know, when, you, and then they'll like be like, 
he's riding his bike and she's like, is this where we've come? You're trailing a skeleton baby in, in, in our bike carriage. What are you doing? Get, get home. So number one, I'm back on TikTok and Michael Myers is cracking me up. So that means we can do our challenge now, right? I guess. Or our let's whatever, get, our punishment. Let's get TikToking. We'll have to plan that. People can tell us too. Like, let us know in the comments if there's something interesting that Amy and I can do as a, as a, what are, what are we calling it? The punishment for losing? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Scott says yes. That's what we're doing. Okay, guys. All right. Well, I think that'll do it for this week. Scott, you want to take us home? Well, I want to do a big shout out to RX Smart Care for sponsoring the episode. Don't forget Clydesdale 15 uh, at checkout. Get you 15% off everything in the store except for new or new arrivals and or new releases and special editions. Uh, with that, we'll see you next time on, oh, like, comment, tell your friends, uh, subscribe, do all that stuff. It really does help the show a ton when you do that. And we love the comments. We promise to interact back with you. I had a long debate uh, this week uh, on YouTube with Andrew Sten about uh, is Ricky Gerard good for the sport? Uh, and so love the debate, love to talk, love that discussion. Keep them coming. And we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Bye. See ya. Thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast. Remember, you can find us now on YouTube, as well as all major podcast platforms. Please go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you use, and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.